Welcome, everybody, to another Live and Amplified Livecast. Sitting here with my good buddy, Jeff, as always. Hello. And I'm Tom Quiet, back at you with another podcast. We're sitting in the back of Stellar Coffee in the good old Roswell, New Mexico. It's our favorite spot. Yeah. The coffee shop, not Roswell. <laughs> but, uh, and we have uh, another special guest all the way from Arizona. We're um, Andrea Flanagan. Whereabouts Hello. in Arizona are you from? I am from the northeastern region of Arizona up in the White Mountains. Okay. Um, and so what brings you out to Roswell? Well, I am on the last leg of my tour. I went actually through Roswell and then into Texas. Mm -hmm. I played in Round Rock and I played two shows in South Padre Island. Okay. And I'm on my way back from that. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Did you play here like a week or two ago? Or? Um, it was a few weeks ago. Okay. It was right before I took off. Okay. Because so. I, I walked, I, when you walked in, I was like, seen her play here before, but I can't, don't remember. But now that you said that, I was like, okay, yeah, it was within the last few weeks. It was probably right before we got back, from, or right before we left for Salt Lake, I think, maybe. Yeah. Um, so how was your tour? It was great. It went really well, and I met a ton of people. Um, I have a lot of stories I'm bringing home, which is great. That's always nice. the best part, I yeah, think. Yeah, I can only touring. imagine with uh, being in South Padre Islands during spring break time. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> crazy. Nice. That's always fun. <laughs> it keeps tour life interesting. Right. So is this uh, the first tour you've done, or have you done... I have done other tours with other projects and okay. other bands, but I have not done a solo tour like this before. Sweet, sweet. Um, what, what were what kind of? Or, well, let's start from the beginning before we get into all that fun stuff. Uh, what got you into music? What got me into music was uh, my dad. Really, he used to play a lot of classic rock and uh, metal. Okay. I was raised on Megadeth and Metallica and ACDC nice. and Van Halen and all of that. Same and here. Yeah. Um, so when I was young, I would air guitar. And when I got older, I was like, I really want to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. So I eventually got one when I was uh, about 15, I think. And from there, I was in choir in high school. Mm. So I just... I didn't do as well in choir as I wanted to. Yeah. And I ended up quitting and saying, I'm going to get good by myself. Yeah. Right. And show all of those people <laughs> or whatever, you know. So yeah. um, I kind of taught myself how to sing and play, and I've been writing songs ever since. Nice. nice. Um, and who are, some of your, or who are some of your influences? Some of my biggest influences uh, with songwriting, I'd have to say Dan Wilson, Ben Howard, um, Bob Dylan, of course, well, if you're yeah. a singer-songwriter. Yeah. Um, for vocals, I'd say Janis Joplin, nice. Uh, nice. Pat Benatar. Oh, sweet. I grew up with the rock artists of you know, the 80s, and that's what I sang first. I was in rock bands okay. in high school and um, in my first years of college, so. Nice. Mostly uh, covers or? Like uh, mostly mostly covers. I was in a couple of original bands that did cool. some screaming and oh, yeah? hard nice. rock stuff, nice. and that was a challenge, but... Um, yeah. Uh, you know, as I got older, I started appreciating the art of songwriting more and got into blues and folk and nice. things yeah. like that. I was uh, looking through your website, and I, the only song that I could find that was on your front page there, I don't know what the name of it is, but it was it, I could definitely feel like a bluesy, folky mm -hmm. sound to it. Um, but, yeah, so who's... Uh, what? None, just you. Oh. I thought that was funny. The way you transitioned was 
horrible but funny at the same time. Yeah, it it's happens. Cool. It's cool. <laughs> Go ahead, ask a question. I'm terrible at my job. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> so, what's your um, creative process kind of like when you sit down to write music? Well, I, it's different every time, but lately I decided that I was going to do a weekly song challenge. Mm-hmm. So, um, starting in the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. I've been doing a song every week. And what I do is I take techniques or uh, advice from singer songwriters, some of the best singer songwriters around. Mm-hmm. And I try to implement those techniques into writing my own songs. And um, I put a deadline of a week. Right. That's a heck of a it. challenge. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely a challenge, but some songs, I, I'm the type of person that'll sit down and write a song in 10 minutes, oh, you know. That's so cool. Sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad, yeah. you know. Sounds underdeveloped sometimes, and I feel like if I stretch it out to a week, mm-hmm. that gives me time to revise and, right. you know, Kinda go over hone, it. hone it in a little. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, how do you decide what you're going to write about? Um, that is another part of my weekly challenge actually i I pick a uh, a subject and a technique um it comes from everywhere really Mm. one of my songs um that's one of my newer songs was written about a picture that Mm. i'd posted on facebook of my grandparents orchard Mm -hmm. they have an old rickety monkey bars set that's falling over and when I was a kid, I was playing on it, and I fell and broke my leg. Oh. Well, then, um, within the next two years, I had broken my leg two more times. Jeez. Good luck. <laughs> so I broke my leg three times when I was really young, and I just took a picture of it to remember, like, where it all started, mm-hmm. you know, where the whole mess started. Yeah. When's the last time you broke your leg? I <laughs> was probably seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's been a while. It was all at once, and I haven't broken anything. Oh, that's good. Know, yeah. Since then. <laughs> so you're. Um, so it's safe to say that you have a bunch of new material that you've written in the. Yes, I, I don't have a ton of new material because as soon as. I knew I was going on this tour. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to postpone my weekly songwriting so yeah. I can get a set list right. together and Yeah, while you're traveling, it's, that. it's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. When I get back, I'm definitely picking up where I left off, and I have tons of new material to work with Right. Um, from the experiences I had on the yeah. road. So Exactly. About that spring break trip to South Padre <laughs> Islands, where dreams are made. Yeah. Are you um are you supporting an album right now that you're that you're touring with or are you in the middle of recording or Well um what I've done is I have singles that are a little bit older that I released a couple of years ago and I've been doing this weekly song challenge so I went to a couple of studios and recorded some acoustic demos of the newer songs yep. and then I put it together with the older singles and um just released a demo CD, basically. Nice. It's it's not a cohesive album, but it's yeah. a bunch of demo songs from yeah. the last few years. That's cool. That's it's good. At least you've got something together that you can. And I'm assuming you're selling it on this tour, or are you just giving it away. Would um, I am selling it for five dollars each. Okay. They're like I think sixteen songs on there. Nice. So. Oh, that's, that's yeah, that's a, a great deal. Yeah. That's a good collection right there. Yeah. So um, when you get back home, you're going to just go right back into songwriting? Yes, I'm going to go back into songwriting, and I think I'm going to start a new project as well. Okay. So I'll, I'll still be doing my solo stuff, but um, my sister will be playing some more songs with me. She did sing with me on one of my newer Great. singles, but... What she wants to do is play drums, so oh, okay. we're going to do like a sister duo nice. where I play guitar and sing, and she plays drums and sings some, too. That would that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it, it should be fun. Yeah. It's, it's not, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So the and the solo. So you're going to go back, and it's going to be the solo thing and the duo thing with your sister. Mm-hmm. Where do you kind of see your future leading you? Do you want to stay with the solo, or do you just kind of want? Like, yeah. Or, well, I think that lately my songwriting has been leaning more towards alternative or rock and the songs that I've been writing, I can hear a full sound behind it. I can Mm -hmm. hear a band behind it, you know? So I kind of want to at least get some musicians together to record with and then either tour with my sister or solo if I have to, but I'd Mm -hmm. rather have at least her and hopefully a bassist. Right. That'd be nice. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily need one. There's tricks to getting around. A lot of good duos out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a full metal band here in town that just recently lost their bass player, so that's always... Yeah, they've been doing shows with no bass player and stuff, and they still, they're still they pretty good. Yeah, if you're holding down the rhythm on that guitar, yeah. you know, sometimes yep. it works. Yep. Nice. And then um, I've seen a lot of people that do that. They split their signal, one into a guitar amp, one into a bass amp. Mm-hmm. And then they'll turn the bass amp down low and make it real bassy, and it just kind of fills it in. You know, all your low notes just kind of resonate through it and, and keep it going. Yeah, that's a good idea. I actually, when I was in South Padre Island, I was singing backup vocals for a band called Anubis Morrison. Um, they're my friends from Denver. I used to live in okay. Denver, okay. and they moved down there. And that's how I got the shows out there. But... I was singing backup, and he plays acoustic guitar through a bass amp. Oh, mm-hmm. nice! And he just likes that yeah, low it must have been sound. Thick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, how long have you been playing music? I have been playing for about fifteen years, I guess, off and on, not yeah. continuously, mm-hmm. but it's it's been about fifteen years since I picked up a guitar. Nice. And anybody, or your sister obviously plays with you, but did you, and you told the story about your dad and getting you into, does anybody else in your family play music or? Uh, No, not really. I I think I have like um, some distant cousins or something. (laughs) I'm the only person in my family that really uh, tried to make something out of it. You know, my sister plays here and there and, um, She's always been interested in piano or drums, but she's never really pursued anything. More of a hobby yeah. type of thing. But she definitely has the talent, and I think I can rope her into a project. Right. Get her on a short little tour with you. You never know. She might come become hooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your uh, music's full-time for you? Um, right now it is, yes. At some point, I'm going to have to get a part-time job at least yeah yeah we all do gotta make (laughs) some money right (laughs) that's the unfortunate part oh so uh uh, i had a question (laughs) in my head totally forgot um are you with all the songwriting are you working on going into the studio again to record a yes my next goal is to write enough songs um that I'm really happy with mm-hmm. that I want a full band sound and I have a really good sound engineer in Denver that I've worked with before mm-hmm. and he said that he would come out to Arizona to record me because there's no studios in really in Pine Top or Sholo area really? at all wow. maybe I need to go open one up yeah <laughs> I don't know is there a big uh, music scene there or how is it well, let me put it this way. Well, is I it real tiny? There, um, it's not a tiny, tiny town. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's uh, probably 15,000 people or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. But um, it's small enough that I put out some ads trying to get musicians together to mm-hmm. jam and maybe put a band together. And when we all met up, I was the only person under 50. Wow. So wow. Jeez. It was it was interesting. It's drying up. Yeah. Kids got to get into it, man. Yeah. There's there's a couple of kids but their style like there's a couple of rapper kids I know. Right. Right. Um, there's a few in every town. Yeah. There's always but, that weird that one kid that 
plays with the beat mixer on GarageBand. And right. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Okay. If you're listening to this and you want to be a rapper, go for it. Mm-hmm. Just be good at it. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> be realistic, too. But um, so how did you move? You said you were from Denver or you moved from Denver to Northwest Arizona? Uh, yeah, Northeast Arizona. I actually grew up in Northeastern Arizona, okay. and then I moved down to Phoenix, and I lived there for quite a while. Okay. I was in Mesa, actually, but um, I went to MCC for music business, Okay, oh, nice. and then I transferred from there to UCD in Denver Okay, for the same program, but a bachelor's yeah. Yeah. program, and um, yeah, I just really got into the music scene there, and mm. they have... A great music scene. Yeah. yeah. Better than Phoenix by far, yeah. I think. Yeah. Colorado's a whole different world from Arizona. Well, I mm-hmm. mean, Denver's got something going for it. Not many states do, but, you right. know, I'm not going to say anything. Right. New appreciation for the arts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I got what you said there. So, um... I threw you off with that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Sorry. You really did. <laughs> I had a conversation going, and you come in, and yeah, but oh, uh, nope, nope, no, nope, no, nope. this ain't nope. working. Nope. Um, come on, Tom, you got it. I know. I'm so gone right now. Um, That's okay. But uh, so you're playing Roswell, and you um, played couple weeks ago had you been here before this little i haven't um this past month i've been to a lot of places i've never been before and roswell was one of them so it was nice to finally see it you know right after hearing so much about it and it's not too far away from where i live you know yeah like six hour drive oh that ain't bad no yeah because if she's in if you're in northeastern arizona Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you just come You're, down through Albuquerque. And yeah, Farmington, um, Shiprock. Um, it's not that far north. Okay. So actually, I'm just right next to the New Mexico border. It's oh, like okay. 20 miles away oh, from Oh, oh okay. So, that ain't bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Do you have any other tours that you're working on that you want to see happen? Um, so many possibilities right yeah. now. Um, I have a friend in Phoenix... She's a great singer-songwriter. Her name is April Ann, and she wants to do some short tours local, mm-hmm. you know, within Arizona and neighboring states. Right. And um, I've been invited back to a lot of places in, in Texas and in Colorado and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends on... My budget, yeah. you know. Right. Once I get the funds, that's when I can start. Yeah. Right. Uh, if the tours paid again. for themselves, it'd be great, but yeah. it almost yeah. never happens these yeah. days. I, I just don't want to count on it, I guess. You right, know? right, yeah. Especially <laughs> when you're pretty much playing tip shows at a coffee house. And mm-hmm. Yeah, driving around and say, so, yeah, you don't want to get stuck. Screw that. Yeah, it's not fun. So I'm going to ask you our favorite question. Okay. And you've kind of touched on this in various different different ways, but why music? Because it has always been there for me. Um, growing up, it was my escape. I grew up in a tiny, tiny little town. I, I grew up in a town with, I don't know, it was probably less than 1,000 people there at the wow. time. So there was not much to do. Um, I didn't have many friends. It was really clicky, and um, I just got into music as a form of escape. And mm-hmm. when I moved to a little bit bigger town, there was music programs in the school, so I was yeah. able to participate in that. And I was an honors student, oh, so nice. it was, you know, a lot of homework and just stressing about, am I going to get into college and all this stuff, yeah. the competition between all the other students. But I got like one elective and it was always music, music 
Um, That's how I was, too, in school. Yeah. Anytime I think of music class in school, I think of that stupid recorder. Oh, no. I never never went into that one. (laughs) I took music theory all four years of high school. Like, the fourth year, they just, like, let me sit in the back for music theory one and two and help the teacher. Because there was no such thing as music theory four. Funny story. I failed music theory three times in college. Jeez, dude. moron. But uh, to my credit... I took it online, which was the worst. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah no, if you idea. had a decent teacher, I bet you would have done way better. Mm-hmm. Film theory, I passed. I took the class five times just because I was bored. And wow. <laughs> I honestly don't like taking classes online. I feel like I wait until the last minute and do the entire course, and like, <laughs> and I, yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. online <laughs> school is no bueno. Yeah, no yeah. You can never contact the professor right i'm like which email do i use Mm -hmm. and then they don't get back to you for days because they're teaching real classes in the meantime yeah because i mean pretty much all online classes are is just they put it up there at the beginning of the year and yeah i took a lot of the uh, mit um online free courseware and it would take like a year to hear back from their professors and it was like whatever i wasn't being charged so i didn't Mm -hmm. complain too hard but it was at the same time, it's like, really? This long? All of a sudden, I get an email from one. I'm like, oh, I did take that, didn't I? <laughs> You're like, I don't even remember what that yeah. question was about. Yeah, I took a contemporary composition, and I don't remember any of it. I did, like, I did that whole course in like a week mm-hmm. myself, just like at home. Bad mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, I kind of we kind of changed the subject there. but no, it, Oh, no, that's fine. fine. I mean, not really. We we transitioned it weirdly, but it was it was right, fun. Right. So you'd mentioned earlier that uh, you have some cool stories from this trip. Is there anything you want to? Hmm. Let's see. And just to be fair, nothing's off limits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not that PC. Yeah. I mean, we do have the rule: no religion, no politics. But you know. But road I, stories don't, are neither. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. I did manage to see someone get tased, which was was the first time I saw that. That was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was packing up after my show and the, the bar I was playing at was right next to the 18 and up dance club that they have there called Louise. And it sounds reputable. Yeah, they were closing down for the night, mm-hmm. and the cops always show up to help the bars close yeah. down because people are so drunk they don't yeah. want to leave. And right. Well, that and it's so. just guaranteed a few DUIs mm-hmm. that night. Mm-hmm. And so they're like hurting them out and stuff, and this guy just got—I don't know—got rowdy. He was too drunk. He started swinging it at the cop. Oh. They put him in all kinds of weird holds that I've. Never seen before, <laughs> oh, so but I was see, trying like, to take notes. Like, oh, you get to see a whole wrestling match. Yeah, then, it was wow. it was pretty nuts. And they finally got him on the ground, and when he kept trying to get back up, they tased him, and <laughs> they they picked him up and threw him in the car. And then there's this girl that's wearing like no. I don't know, nothing, it pretty much, yeah. <laughs> because no one wears anything at the at South Padre Island. Right, um, but she just like walks up in high heels and jumps in the back with him into the squad car. I'm like, wow. why? <laughs> Class. That's, that's, <laughs> that, is that, what, like what, that whole time you could have been like running. Or is something. that the meaning of ride or die? Probably. Like that's the ride. That or she was, either that she was either that or she was that drunk that uh, she already knew she was going to get a DUI on the way home. And she Maybe. just, right. just topped in. So what was the uh, response you kind of got uh, while you were playing down on the island? Um, you know, the the first night I played with that band, and we had a whole rock grunge metal show, which was probably something nice. they're not used to yeah. seeing. But it was it was really awesome. A band came down from Denver. Um, their name is Loaded. A okay. really good metal yeah. three-piece band. Nice. And... Um, they rocked some covers. They did like nice. uh, Johnny Be Good oh, and some yeah. some Soundgarden. No, no, it wasn't Soundgarden. It was Audio Slave. Ooh, and sweet. they just meddled it out. Nice. It was really cool. It was really yeah. cool. So people recognized the song and loved that they were playing it, but it was still 
They did it more music. their style. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. I love when bands do that. Yeah. I'd love to check out that Johnny B. Good cover. That that sounds like an interesting. I, I've heard a couple metal covers of that, and it, it's pretty awesome. Nice. That's good. And so. Yeah. So that night went over pretty well. Uh, the next night it was just me playing solo. It was a Sunday night, yeah. so you, you'd figure it'd be like a mellow crowd. Yeah. It wasn't. No. There was. <laughs> wow. First, there was a guy that came up to me mid-song and stopped me in the middle of the song. I'm still strumming, but I'm like talking to him, like, oh, "What can I do for <laughs> you? You're right in my face, you know." And he gives me two two-dollar bills. Uh-huh. What the hell? That was his tip, <laughs> and asked me to play something he knows. And asked him what he knew, and he was saying stuff. I had no clue what he was talking about. Stuff I. So I was like, uh, Janis Joplin? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I might have heard of her. Yeah. So I finished my song. I went right back into it, like if it was, you know, an interlude or something. That's some rude shit, though. (laughs) And um, I played Janis Joplin three times that night because drunk people kept coming up to me and asking for me to play it. And there was a Mexican family there because the border's just right yeah. there, you know. And they were there hanging out and drinking. And they had a really young kid with them. She was like 10. Wow. And she came up to me. They're like, here, go ask the lady to play huh. some music while uh. we drink or whatever. <laughs> and she was asking me to play songs that I didn't know. I'm assuming they were like kid songs. Yeah, they, yeah probably the newest. Probably asking you to play some <laughs> Selena. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, stuff I never heard of. And I played a couple of songs so the rest of them could dance and fall over on each other a little bit. If but... people are drunk enough, you could walk into a bar and play like five songs on repeat and yeah, make like a hundred bucks they, that night easily. They totally loved the Janis Joplin yeah, over and over good. again. They were taking pictures with me. They were like wow. right up in my face. Um, there was another group of... People that were the, I don't know, they're probably 22 or something. Mm-hmm. And they kept wanting me to play Adele. And I don't play Adele, but right. I mean, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I tried to play a couple of newer songs um, for them that they would recognize. But you know I what? You're, you're better off not playing Adele than butchering Adele. Yeah. Right. Adele, I you mean, know, because I've heard a lot of people butcher Adele. It's like, why'd you even go there? I don't, I don't think <laughs> that I would have butchered it. I just don't. I mean, that's not my style. I right. think someone else would do it better. You know right. what I mean? I, I, even if I butchered it, they wouldn't have cared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they wouldn't What's have your cared uh, go-to all. cover song? Like, if the people just aren't really feeling the originals. Um, one that people really love is the Cranberries Zombie. Yep. I used to cover that um, in a band. I was just telling him that. Yeah. It's, it's easy and... <laughs> Most people recognize it, and it's just a good song. It is. It is. Yeah, it's a crowd pleaser. I mean, even with, like, younger kids, we used to play that at the Unity Center for teenagers, and they'd go nuts. Like, wow. Really? Yeah, seriously. That song's been around forever. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. All right. Actually, you really want to impress, like, like 15-year-olds today? Just, like, play uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. It's It's true. It's coming back. It's kind of weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because all the big box stores have all those band T-shirts from like the mid, yep. to, mid to early. 90s. Well, it's the every other like I was that age. It was the '90s. We were into everything from the '70s, you know, and, and that yeah. was our thing. And and now it's you know, 2017, and they're all into stuff from the '90s and yeah. grunge era. It's kind of interesting. It makes me feel old. I don't know about it's, you. Guys. Yeah, no, it me makes too. Me feel, I'm like, I was it's in, coming like, back. That's uh, not when, good. When Teen Spirit left. came out, it was like my <laughs> freshman year of high school. I'm like, whoa. And now it's on like all these channels. I'm like, dude, what oh, happened? I know, the classic rock channels. Oh. Yeah, when did that turn into like my high school music? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, have you seen American Reunion, the the American, the fourth installment of the American Pie? No. They kind of poke fun at that where um, Jim is driving one of these drunk like high schoolers home. And she's, they're listening to Spice Girls or something. And she's just like, Oof. oh, my God, I love classic rock. And I'm like. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. No. That, that stuff is neither classic or rock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that yeah. was, oof, that's a heavy insult. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Should dig out my pogs, see if they're worth anything. Right. Tamag- <laughs> Tamagotchis and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh boy. <laughs> Making me feel old over here. I'm gonna go cry myself to sleep. Guarantee I'm the oldest one in the room, so Yeah, yeah. But we're not it's not a pissing competition. It's just a Nah, you know how all old men piss every ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> Alright, I'm off the rails again. Oh, uh, so what's what do you where do you see yourself going in like five years, ten years? Where do you want to take the music career? Well, I I would like to get to a point where I am touring but making decent money, mm-hmm. you know, off of shows. Um, but also I I did go to school for music business, mm-hmm. so I think that if I did more stuff on the business side, that would be good too and a good stabilizer you know what i mean for the the career um some yeah management promotion Mm -hmm. you made i'm sure you made a lot of contacts in in you know the years you've been playing and on this Mm -hmm. tour alone yeah you know that's all it's a great part about tours you make a lot of contacts yeah yeah and it's it's been really good i just um started trying to book for a band in denver Mm -hmm. which is Interesting because I don't live there anymore, but yeah. I still have those contacts that I can help get them booked. But they're a newer band, so you know, trying to get their material heard is right. the first step, I think. Right, right, yeah, they got to get some stuff out there. At least a couple of YouTube videos. That's the first thing I do exactly. when we we you know want to feature an act or work with an act is YouTube. Yeah. Uh, do you have any aspirations of moving to a bigger city like Denver or? Um, I, I do. I feel like I haven't figured out where I'm going to go next. Um, that was one thing I kept saying on this tour was maybe one of these places that I see on the tour, since it's all new to me, um, you know, it might be the next place I'll consider, you know, but, um, Denver was just way too expensive. I had to have a more than full-time job. I was working overtime most weeks and um i still you know i paid half of rent yeah right i had i was living with somebody and they were paying half of all the bills and i was paying the other half and i tried to find a place for just myself yeah right it was just way too expensive and the apartments are really small and really old yeah buildings are yeah yeah it's like new york at this point yeah Yeah. it's well, stay away from California because I'm yeah, sure it's not Yeah, LA, New there. York. I've heard d- the same thing about yeah. Denver. It's getting really pricey up there. Everyone's moving there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's crowded too. There's yeah. no parking. The traffic's awful. Um, one reason why I moved there was because I wanted to be near the mountains. Yeah. Right. And it was just such a pain in the butt to get out of town. Yeah. yeah. And ev- everyone went out of town at the same time you did because everyone had right. a nine uh, to yeah. five. Yeah you know, five day a week job. So you're out there on the weekends and you're trying to get away from people and they're following you. That's right. Nice, yeah. That, that does suck. I grew up in a big city. I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. If you can withstand the heat, South Florida is definitely a good place to go. Ugh, humid. I, I, I've never been there. Um, in South Padre Island, I was, it took me a few days to get used to the humidity. Yeah. I yeah. think that was the biggest thing. Yeah, the no, it hits you. It didn't bother me too much, but. Yeah. It's definitely different for a singer out there. Yeah. Well, that and I playing guitar, um, like I grew up in the Northeast, and whenever the humidity changed to your neck would bow, you'd always have to constantly be tuning and mm-hmm. fixing it. And it sucks, dude, with, yeah. you know, when you play a wood instrument to live in a humid place. Yeah. Ugh. But I mean, I'm sure if you grew up there, you're. Well, you get used to it. Yeah, you do. But it's still a pain in the butt. Twice a year having to go get my neck fixed. Just saying. I'm glad I live here where it's dry now. That's true. Don't have that issue. (laughs) Very, very true. So who are you uh, listening to nowadays? Who who are some current artists that are here? Um, Let's see. Current artists. Well, I I really love Cage the Elephant. Nice. Um, you know, the Black Keys and the Arcs and um, Ben Howard. He's He hasn't put anything out in about a year, right. maybe two even. He kind of disappeared. But yeah. um, 
you know, whatever Dan Wilson does, I'll listen to. He writes for everybody, so yeah, yeah. you know that stays pretty current. Um, He's a great writer. Yeah, he, an amazing writer. Yeah, amazing writer. Um, I'm trying to think, I've been really into Jason Isbell, and um, yeah, just a lot of Cage the Elephant. Really, just yeah. recently, nice. it's really good for travel music, right? Um, and I've picked up a couple of covers, so heck yeah, nice. That's always fun. I, you know, I've liked everything I've heard from them. I just uh, haven't heard a lot. Just basically like whatever is a radio On hit, the radio, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. And I, I do like it. They are good. Mm-hmm. It's there's so much music out there. It's really hard to dive yeah. deep into. It is, and I, you know, I I get caught listening to the same old shit sometimes. For like, you know, you get caught in a rotation. Well, I mean, you've heard my iTunes list. Like, oh geez. God, I know. Right. You need right? to change it before the next road trip, dude. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, that would just keep listening to podcasts. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to listen to Backstreet Boys again? No, Uh-oh. no, no. That was on your iTunes list. This shit goes from like ACDC oh, to Backstreet man. Boys. And one like, oh, uh, like. Backstreet uh. Boys are back now. I don't know if yeah. you guys know that. They have are like they? A, yeah, they had a, they just kicked off a tour in Vegas or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. they have a residency out there now and it's selling out like crazy. Yeah. And I'm well, like, really? I never like all thought. Those, all those 90s acts have residencies out yeah. in Vegas. Now My like, sister recently uh, went to see uh, New Kids on the Block and uh, Salt and Peppa together. Nice. I was like, wow. It was like some kind of throwback tour. I'm like, jeez. They they're doing a there's like a hip hop or well, I mean, you got the Mount Cushmore guy, uh the Kings of Mount Cushmore yeah. or whatever. And it's all like the nineties rappers. The, yeah, they're all doing a big tour right uh, now too. All doing stuff like that. I went to a concert called Summerland like uh-huh. three, four years ago. I think it was two thousand thirteen. Um with Eve's no no it wasn't Eve six it was Everclear lit nice um Sugar Ray wow sounds like my iTunes yeah yeah (laughs) does sounds like my iTunes playlist right there Uh, it was pretty fun nice nice I don't think I've ever seen Sugar Ray it's never happened either I don't either I I liked that first album that was like off the wall kind of garage rock or something yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. the only concert like true concert that i've ever been to is uh metallica when they did the death magnetic tour oh really yeah wow like i mean other than the uh festivals that we've gone to recently but yeah um it was i just remember being at that concert because it was like you had the opener and then you had the second opener and then you had like the featured band right and you could tell who was on the stage by how much pot was in the air, how much weed you could <laughs> yeah. smell. And like the first opening band, it was just a strictly acoustic band called The Sword. Oh. Well, and I've seen, like, they're still around because I've seen music pop up from them every once in a while. Yeah. And the it, this was at the United Center or Allstate Arena. I don't remember which one in Chicago. It's one of the big arenas in Chicago. And... There's just this one guy while the sword's playing. He's just sitting there headbanging, and nobody else <laughs> gives a shit that this band is playing. Aww. And I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for this band right now because you just got that one. I never feel them. bad for them. They don't care. They come out and play, you know. Yeah. I'll rock out if I like them. Yeah. You're yeah. talking about, you know, concerts or pot smoke. Back in like 98, I want to say, I went yeah. with some friends to see Cypress Hill 311 and Farside. That was, oh whew, yeah. that was insane. They turned the lights on at the end, and people were like, oh, shit, where's my friends? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, wait, I was at a concert yeah. that whole time. <laughs> I, just, I just remember coming out of that concert, be it, it was so hot in there. Like, this yeah. was in January, so Chicago, January, negative 10 degrees outside. Yep. It is so hot in that arena. I walk outside without a coat on. Yeah, hypothermia. I can't tell that it's cold outside. Like the snow, like I didn't know it was snowing because once it got within like a foot of me, yeah. it was melting. That's how hot my <laughs> core body temperature was. I, like see the steam coming off yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when those kind of shows empty out, it's it's funny. Yeah. You know, like they bring like this whole like heat aura outside with them. Yeah. Have you what's uh some concerts that you Um, I've been to a ton of concerts, but um 
I've seen Megadeth twice. Heck yeah. Uh, they were with this past this last time they were with Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, and, fuck yeah, I love those um, guys. Amana Marth and who else was on there? I don't remember some less known, yeah, less yeah. known bands, but um, <clears throat> I've seen Godsmack twice. Those are the first nice. couple of I, uh, I've opened shows for them. I went to. Really? Yeah, they, um, from the awesome. same town as them originally. Oh, really? Yep, used oh, to okay. open for them at coffee shops and stuff. Oh, that's I'm awesome. actually in for like a f- like three frames. I'm in their first video because I was at that show. Oh, where they filmed okay. it at. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was kind of weird. You know, all these years later, people bring them up. I'm like, I remember them guys. They were kind of dicks, but they were good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that was my first concert. And I remember, um, what was that band? Edema opened yeah. for them. Yep. And it was like what you were saying. Nobody was there to watch yeah. them play. Yeah. You know, and it, and I felt bad because I actually knew them and yeah. I had their CD and stuff, but... You know, not a lot of people knew who they were. And right. Stuff. And these days, they, you know, they didn't really make it past that new metal. Yeah. Yeah. Era. Well, like but. when I saw, you know, the show I just mentioned, uh, 311 and Cypress Hill, I had no clue who 311 was. Yeah. I didn't even hear them until almost a year later. Yeah. You know, like their first single like really came out and I was like, well, I remember them. Yeah. Like, yeah, I saw them one time. Right? Right? They were, yeah. Same thing, Um, System of a Down. I saw them on, like, the third stage at a festival, and, like, nobody had ever heard of them. Yeah. And then now, they're, you know, years later, I'm like, wow, it's interesting. I saw them uh, 2004, I think. And it got so crazy in there. Everybody rushed the security guards and ended Ooh. up almost on stage. They were, like, pushing people Damn. down. We ended up like in the first row when we had paid like $70 for nosebleeds. Right. You know? Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love when that happens. As long as no one gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I love watching the like circle pit videos, like just yep. going on YouTube and just watching like yeah. circle pits and uh... shoes are flying up in the air. Do you, do you remember who opened for them when you saw them? Um, System of a down. down. I don't No. I don't. Uh, Cause the last time I saw them, they had the Mars Volta. And they just blew me away. I'd never even heard of them. And I had buddies that were into them, but I had never listened. And yeah. they blew me away. I went out and bought their album like the next day. Yeah, I don't think it was them. I think I would have remembered if right. it was Mars Volta. But um, I think it was some other hard rock band, yeah. maybe Breaking Benjamin or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. During yeah. that time, yeah. it would have been someone like that, I think. Breaking Ben's cool. I yeah, they are good. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So who do do you have a band that if you were to form your own like little metal project or something to that effect, do you have a band that you'd like to um like open, like open for, I guess? Open for yeah, let me finish my quote. Yeah. Definitely Megadeth. I, yeah? I have to say Megadeth because nice. I, I you know, I grew up listening to them. I've followed Megadeth throughout the years. They're the one band where I feel like there was good songs on every album. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? yeah. I've been a fan <laughs> a long time. I, I like them too. I don't even hold it against Dave Mustaine that he used to be in Metallica. And right, none of yeah. that crap. You know, I just whatever. Ooh. He makes good music. Mm-hmm. What's your beef against Metallica? I, I, I'm still oh. waiting. To I don't get know. This true story. Nah, I don't know. I was like, at one point. I was such a huge fan of Metallica, like ridiculously, like cliche fan of Metallica, yeah. and. I don't know. I think they just like let us all down when they started making that garbage in the late nineties, mm. you know. And that was the thing. I just fuck them, you know. After the, those albums, and then when uh, Lar- uh, Lars picked a fight because people were downloading their music, it's like you're a fucking millionaire. Shut up. Mm. Like I don't care. I got pissed when he picked the fight with Napster and all that. That just actually turned me away from that band completely. Okay. As long as at least it's not the same reason why you hate Aerosmith. No. No. Completely different reasons. Because that's ridiculous. <laughs> What's the reason? Why do you? Because hate I grew up in Boston area, oh, and okay. it just having them like bombarded. Like you go up uh, there, and you could flip through the radio and hear an Aerosmith song about every ten minutes. Mm. It's you know hometown bands type of thing. Like my mom always tells me the story about there's a park in our our hometown mm-hmm. that she saw uh, Aerosmith and Jake Isles play at when they were like nobodies, and they're just really big there, and I'm. 
sick of them. I respect them. I like Aerosmith. I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking their talent or anything. I just ugh, so sick, of, especially the radio songs. Are, right. are, they, yeah. are they back together now, or are they officially broken up? <sighs> Who knows? They've still been playing stuff. I've okay. seen videos okay. recently, yeah. but um, Steven Tyler's still doing his solo thing okay. too, yeah, as okay. far as I know. Steven. Yeah, he does like a like a piano thing. He is really good. Yeah. Did you see the um, video of D. Snyder uh, doing a ballad version of We're Not Gonna Take It? No. It's something that just recently popped up on YouTube, and I've been meaning to watch it. A little off subject, but I recently read that he wants to make a Strangeland 2. Oh. I don't know. (laughs) That's more film-related than music, but I thought it was, you know, an interesting read. Nice. Mm. D. Snyder, he's an old, eccentric, crazy person. I thought he died last year when they all died, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, everyone died last year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's... Ton of people. Yeah, this, uh, the one I was saddest about was Leonard Cohen. Oh, I know. I'm a huge. I was. I've been a huge Leonard Cohen fan my whole life, and yeah. you know, <laughs> it's all right. Tell me about it. Nah, it's cool. Let's it's turn cool. this into therapy hour. Tell me about <laughs> it. No, nah, that's cool. I still got Tom Waits. He's still alive. Okay. Uh, Somebody go check on him. If you're listening to this and you know Tom Waits, <laughs> go make sure he's okay. If you need some fucking chicken soup or some aspirin, get it for him, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> Sorry, I just, you know, had to throw that out there. Yeah, I, I, I love you so much for that one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So, as we kind of wrap this up, because you got a show coming up here in approximately, what do you, time do you play? Seven? Mm-hmm. It is currently 6.30, almost. So we will stop hitting the piano keys. <laughs> cool. Oh, uh, so... Uh, kind of tell people where they can find you on the internet. Well, I have a website. It's andreaflanaganmusic.com where you can find some um, audio clips and all the links to all my social networking sites. Um, if you look up Andrea Flanagan Music on Google, you can find all those just as easily. Mm-hmm. I have a Facebook, a Reverb Nation a Twitter account, an Instagram. The whole salad. I have everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. I call it the internet salad. Yeah. You know, a little of everything. Yeah. I wish we were a little bit more active on Twitter, but I hate Twitter. Ah, so do I. I just push all the posts from Facebook, really, oh, okay. or other places. I yeah. don't actively it, go on there that's anymore. That's pretty much how I have it set up for us, is our YouTube channel just kind of posts to everything. Mm-hmm. And Way easier. Yeah. At least it keeps our Twitter looking active. Right. And then you know, I've never even seen it. I don't even have Twitter on my phone as an app. And other than that, it's the occasional begging for somebody to view our videos. Like, oh, hey, um, Ice-T, this is a rap group. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You're a rapper. Tom likes to, to, to tag like <laughs> famous people. Right. You guys have something in common. Metallica, this is a heavy metal band. Enjoy. Right. It never works. Nope. Actually, no, that's not true. It did work once. It. I had a, um, uh, there's a writer, a famous uh, film writer, and I sent him one of our web series episodes. It's like, hey, is this what we do? This is who we are. We'd appreciate it if you checked it out. 12 hours later, got a DM from him. He's like, oh, dude, I loved your episode. Let's talk about nice. it. And the only feedback he ever gave me was we needed to get a Facebook page. And I'm like, have you not checked us out? Like I, mean, I know, right? Face, that's it's like I'm messaging you through fucking messenger, dude. <laughs> no, it's, it, this was through Twitter. Like oh, he was oh. messaging me through Twitter. Oh, oh. And he's like, you got to get a Facebook page. And I was like, oh, we've had a Facebook page for like the last year and a half. Dude. Right. Like I'm not that far behind the times. Yeah. This was the guy that was helping uh, Billy Corgan do his videos. When oh, he, okay. When he came through town here and he was doing those little web series videos. Yeah. He was the guy producing all those. Oh, sweet. And he's uh, he wrote a couple episodes for Friends, I guess. Nice. His big claim to fame. And yeah. then he's like a creative writer in the sports entertainment world. Cool. But, yeah, no, Twitter. Fuck Twitter. I hate it so much. I hate <laughs> Twitter. Sorry, little side rant. Yeah. So um, what do you like about – or what are you looking forward to uh, playing in Roswell since you played actually played here before? Um, I'm looking forward to the audience. Last time I played here, even though it's a coffee shop type setting, mm-hmm. 
everybody in the crowd was um, attentive and seemed to really love music. You yeah. Know? And those are the kinds of people you want to play yeah. for. Stellar's got a lot of love. I got to say, I love this who place. You, who's uh, playing? Who's, cause I, you, who is the second musician you were playing with last time you were here? Uh, Nova Rush. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. I used to be in a band with her. Oh, okay. I was a drummer. Back when they were really Nova Rush? Right, when it was a full band, yeah. Oh, she went okay. solo, and that's cool. I don't hold it against her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you uh, for sitting in with us. Had a blast talking with you. Yeah, I'm yes, sure. thanks Definitely. for having me. I'm sure the show is going to be great tonight. The crowd... It'll be, it's a Tuesday, but. They'll get a good turnout. Yeah. Stellar gets the best turnouts on weird nights. Yeah. You know, Friday night, it's okay. And then, like, come, like, Tuesday night, it's like, whoa, holy shit, where everyone come from? Yeah. So you'll have fun. It'll be a good I'm show. I'm looking forward to it. Is there anybody playing with you tonight, or is it just you? It's just me. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. It'll be fun. Play a, what is it, what are they, two-hour sets, I think, something? Uh, yeah, two hours or so. Nice. Cool. It's about an hour and a half, I think, just because. I don't want to play up until closing time. Right, right. Yeah. No, I they're, hear that. They're not going to chase you out at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they chill. They'll let you sleep on the couch if you want. <laughs> In fact, they, you know. But thank you very much. We thank, appreciate uh, you, you, you hanging out with us for a little while. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, Tom Quiet, sitting here with Jeff and Andrea. And we will see. Uh, make sure you, before I completely close it off, let me plug our stuff. Boy, it's like I've never done this before. Uh, check out our website, live and amplified, live and or live and amplified show.com. Um, we're getting ready to announce our 48 hour song challenge. It'll be the beginning of June. Um, we'll release the sign up sheet and the requirements for all that here in the next week or so. So if you're a songwriter and you want to be involved, just uh, look at our um, either go to our Facebook page or our website, and the information will be up there in about a week. Um, thank you again. Make sure you subscribe subscribe to our YouTube page, Facebook page. If you want to subscribe to our Twitter that I don't use, go for it. <laughs> After that shit? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, and we're kind of on Instagram. It's a thing that I occasionally post stuff to. Um, and then most importantly, please download and share this episode and all of our episodes uh, iTunes and Podbean. We're working on getting in the Google Play Store. If Google, if you're listening, please help me because your structure makes absolutely no sense to me. <laughs> so if you're listening, please help me. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time.